Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me on the Word Podcast. You know, in our previous episode, we looked at Mark 15, verse 39, where the centurion, who was standing right in front of Jesus, remember that, saw the way that he breathed his last. This centurion said, truly this man was the son of God. still think there's a lot of stuff there for us to reflect upon and think upon. Let's press on. Here's verse 40 of Mark 15, the very next verse. There were also some women looking on from a distance among whom were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, the less, and Joseph, and Salome. And so verse 40 tells us that there were women. You know, a lot of times you see pictures and things that they're literally at the foot of the cross. No, no, no. That's where the soldiers were. That's where the men were going about doing their dastardly duties, right, and watching over things. And so but these women were at some distance, but they could see everything. They were right there. And you see, it's Mary Mary, the mother of James, the less, Joseph, Solomon, also Mary, the mother of Jesus, who's not mentioned here. So these women were there. Well, then Mark gives us a little insight. Again, as I said in the previous episode, we do really, really well to pay attention to these folks, okay, to pay attention to the details. So we know there's a group of women. They're named here. And then verse 41 says, when Jesus was in Galilee, they, not speaking of these women, they used to follow him and minister to him. And there were many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. That's just intriguing little phrases, intriguing little things that Mark's throwing at us right here. You know, the first one was the veil being torn in two, that idea. And then the next one, the centurion who was standing right in front of him. Hmm, I just thought of something here. This is sort of interesting. I hadn't thought about this quite this way. I have to maybe think on the fly here. You know, the veil, remember how I saw, I said that a, they could now see into the Holy of Holies because the veil was torn in two. They could see in there. Now the centurion who was standing right in front of him saw the way that he breathed his last. Now the women who were at a distance could see what was going on. You know, there's some things here, all this stuff that is happening. It's such an eyewitness account. But not only these women. These women, when Jesus was in Galilee, in other words, when he was going about proclaiming the kingdom of God, they were the ones that ministered to him. Now, what does it mean, minister to him? You know, when we hear that word right there in our society, we automatically think of someone in some position. And uh, it couldn't be further from the truth, okay? Uh, this word is used a, a number of ways, diakonia. Uh, it's where we get the idea of a deacon, Okay. But it means that they uh, took care, they supported, they served him. And the context of Jesus and these women and everything we see in the scripture, they were the ones that supported him financially. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, they were the ones that supported Jesus and the other 12 disciples, the other 12 apostles. They supported them. And then it says this, there were many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. So, uh, when you read the gospel, particularly John, you see that Jesus had set his face for Jerusalem. And a large portion of each one of the gospels, the things that are occurring are occurring while Jesus is making his way to Jerusalem. 
So while he's on his way to Jerusalem, these women were with him and were joining him. And so there are a, a, a large group of disciples all around Jesus. Now, verse 42, we press on, it says this. When evening had already come, because it was the preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea came, a prominent member of the council, who himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. And he gathered up courage and went in before Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. So verse 42 and 43 right there are all one sentence. I want to go back to 42 and look at this sort of closely. You notice what it said. When evening had already come, because it was the day of preparation, that is the day before the Sabbath. What is the day of preparation? <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that a good bit before, right? What are they preparing for? Well, when you read the other gospel accounts, you find out that even the religious rulers, when they were accusing Jesus, they didn't want to go into where Pilate was because the next day was going to be the feast of Passover and they didn't want to make themselves unclean. The day of preparation, this evening right here, uh, is the time right before the sun sets. When evening comes, when sunset, it becomes a new day. The day of preparation is the 14th day of the sun. The day of preparation is the day when they killed the Passover lamb, when they're preparing the Passover meal. All the bitter herbs and everything that was involved with that, they prepared it. They prepared the room several days before that, got rid of all the leaven okay, within the house. But this became the day of preparation. It was called that. The 14th day in the sign, Jesus was killed as the Passover lamb. He died at 3 o'clock that day. As the sun is going down, Joseph of Arimathea comes up. He says, and it says right here that the day is the day before the Sabbath. This is not the weekly Sabbath. This is the Sabbath of the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the 15th day of the sign. And that feast started on the 15th day and went seven days. The first day and the seventh day were a high holy day, were a Sabbath day. It's just another uh, picture right here that gives us insight into what the proper timing is of everything that happened the last week of Jesus' life. Yeah, it does reveal that uh, uh, a lot of what we celebrate is not true. It's not accurate. Good Friday is not accurate. The whole Monday Thursday thing, not accurate. Not at all. You know, appreciate the idea, et cetera, et cetera. It's okay, you know, to, uh, you know, to remember what's being remembered in those gatherings. But the dates are wrong. So Joseph of Arimathea, notice what he was. He was a prominent member of the council. Not just a member of the council, but a prominent member. He was one with some power. Remember earlier, a few episodes back, when it said at the uh, council that they voted and uh, they killed Jesus. And I told you, ah, not everybody was on that side to do it. Right Here's one of them. Okay, Nicodemus wasn't. Joseph Arimathea wasn't. He's a prominent member, and it describes him as waiting for the kingdom of God. He's waiting for the kingdom of God. He knew the kingdom of God was coming. He had seen all this stuff that Jesus had done. He'd heard about it, probably actually witnessed it himself. And he's wondering, is this truly the Messiah? If this is truly the Messiah, then how in the world can he be the Messiah because he's just died 
Or did Joseph of Arimathea know some things? Did he know some things? You know, there were a lot of the Jewish priests that saw certain things within the Old Testament they couldn't explain. I don't think Joseph knew all the detail of resurrection. I don't think he knew all the detail of how Messiah was coming because of what he had to do right here. Okay? It says that he gathered up courage. He was scared. Okay? He was scared. He was terrified. But he knew something was going on. And he felt like he was supposed to go and ask for the body of Jesus. Well, who do you go to ask for the body of Jesus? He gathered up courage and went in before Pilate. Verse 44, last verse of the day. Pilate wondered if, he was, if Jesus was dead by this time. And summoning the satyrian, he questioned him as to whether he was already dead. I'm assuming that it's the same satyrian. Verse 45, and ascertaining this from the satyrian, he granted the body to Joseph. Can you imagine being one that you're waiting for the kingdom of God and here you're about to bury the very son of God who is your Messiah and you're believing this but you're not sure yet. Can you imagine what was going on in his mind some four days later? <laughs> well, our time's up. We'll talk about more of this in the next episode. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. See you later. Bye-bye.